Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show so far. You got the podcast at theticketfm.com. You can always watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Call or text 464-5685. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Check out their current job openings at gainatrucking.com. Now, we did say at the top of the hour we're going to do a roll call. Should we do that right now? I know it's typically at 6 a.m. we do this. Quickly. Well, just why we, why we gotta be so quickly? Do it quickly, because we have a lot to talk about. We do, we do. All right, uh, it is time for the re- renewyourauto.com roll call. Shoot us in your your name and we're listening from it. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. Renew your auto, window tint, bed liners, body shop, ceramic coatings, and much more. Two locations in Lincoln. Renewyourauto.com. People listening from Tom and and. Uh, a, I don't know how to say this word. Apalachicola? Apalachicola. Where's that at? Florida. Wow. Apalachicola. Was, well, I, I didn't know how Apalachicola. Have you been there? No, my brother has a place there. Apala- Apalachicola. It's, it's down in the Florida. It's Florida. That's well done by you. Apalachicola. Because, yeah. you know, pronunciation isn't always your best thing. It's. I'm changing that. This is a New Year's resolution. It's definitely Apalachicola. That's right. Yeah. This is a New Year's resolution. Okay. David in Dallas just texted me. Nice. Yeah, personal text there. Good. Thank you, David. Yeah. And, and who's in Apalachicola? That was Tom. 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 Welcome to the hey, show. I like the name of that town. Apalachicola. It's yeah. a great place to go. It's you a great it, vacation you, you spot. You've never been there before. It's a great. It's my brother, I told him. I said my, Marty has a place there. They they go there a lot. Apalachicola. <laughs> I love that word. I'm so glad you can say it like that. Uh, um, hey. Keep reading. Uh, Brian in Mascot, Florida. Mascotty? Mascot? Mascot. It's M-A-S-C-O-T-T-E. Mascotty. I think it's Mascot. Dave, Dave in Firth. Kent, uh, Ohio Husker. Uh, Austin, Geneva. Michael in, in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Welcome to John, Sean in Fremont. Leroy. <clears throat> Leroy's on Highway 77. Drive, All right. Drive safely. Uh, Stan and Bennett. Brown and Eli. Allen and Lincoln. This is amazing. Alan in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Joe in Johnstown, Johnstown, Colorado. Ooh, okay. Uh, Dale in Crete. Cleveland Mike in Topeka. I like that. Cleveland Mike in, in Topeka. Topeka. Yeah. Jeremy in Northeast Lincoln. <laughs> Bryant in Omaha. Thank you, guys. Gosh, thank you, everybody. Kelsey in Mississippi. Thank you for every Man, thank you for being with us. I thought we were pretty obnoxious in the first hour. Well, that happens sometimes. Well, we can tone that down. We can. We can try. Thank you to RenewYourAuto.com for sponsoring the roll call. Okay, so I want to ask this question. Just a good question. 464-5685. Who do you believe will be more successful at their new school, Matt Rule or Luke Fickle? 
it's one of those questions that doesn't have an answer, but it's still provocative. Um, early indications are interesting to me. Um, I mean, you're, if you just look at, for instance, the quarterback picture. I mean, a lot of it, a lot of it comes down. A lot of it, not all of it, comes down to that, right? Um, fit. You still don't know how this fit is going to look either either way, fickle or rule. But I mean, the early quarterback thing is really interesting to me. The Sims picture, Jeff Sims, the transfer from Georgia Tech. That's a very when you start watching video of Sims, it is very. If you're a Nebraska fan, I would think it's very encouraging that Rule went and nabbed Jeff Sims quickly from Georgia Tech, and then said that that NFL folks say you got to go get him because he's a future NFL quarterback. I don't think they say that about Casey, by the way. I would still say Casey's going to be your guy, but the bottom line is a lot of what how you judge these programs is going to run through that position, right? Yes. So Rule quickly has gone out and got a transfer in Jeff Sims. It looks like he could challenge for the starting job. Um, and we'll see. And then we're going to learn a lot about Rule and how he handles that picture. Again, these are things we're going to learn quickly about Matt Rule. How does he handle this quarterback situation? If Casey has said he's going to come back, we have to, we've talked to his dad. His dad was on Charles these, Thompson. Yeah, Charles was on this show Thompson. talking about how his son is coming back, and that they they knew that they knew that Jeff Sims was coming. And what they say, bring it on. That we'll, we'll compete. So what, now, how does how you know we'll watch closely how Rule handles that competition. It won't be in the spring because Casey won't be available, um, but. In the summertime, Casey will settle into a rhythm and then take that into August, and and hello, we have a quarterback competition. How does Rule handle it? That'll be one way to judge him. Um, staff, I mean, I, I Fickle, I don't know what – it's hard to judge that right now, I would say – on both ends, but I, it's hard for me to do this thing where I judge a staff before they do anything at the school, you know? Well, I think the, the curious thing about Luke Fickle is his offensive coordinator hire of Phil Longo, who came, mm-hmm. comes from North Carolina. And, uh-huh. It's going to look now, different. Now, we're not saying for sure it'll be a pass-heavy attack, no, but we still run it. We know that this, this past year at North Carolina, they passed a ton. Drake May had a lot of passing yards, and it worked out well. That was a good team. Fickle's a Big Ten guy, though. He is. And, yeah, now, I, I, now listen, I'm not – I wonder, like you, what it's going to look like. I just don't think Wisconsin is just going to start throwing it around the yard like, say, Purdue. Now, they have a quarterback that did chuck it a lot. Tanner Mordecai at SMU threw oh, the ball a, a ton. He threw the ball a lot. One of the top five, I think, in the, in the country in passing yards. He, so, yeah. He was up there. That's the – that's – Fickle's first kind of answer is is Tanner Mordecai. Um, yeah, t- who had a successful time at SMU. Yeah, he um, real successful actually. Um, Sixty-seven point eight percent passer in twenty twenty-one. Thirty-nine touchdowns, twelve picks. 
2022, 65% passer, Tanner Mordecai, 33 touchdowns, 10 picks. He couldn't, but, you know, he he had to transfer. He was at Oklahoma and had to move because he wasn't moving up the depth chart at Oklahoma. He didn't work at Oklahoma, Tanner Mordecai. 2020. Well. 2020. That was Spencer Rattler. He went right? to a better place. Now he's, yeah, had success. He That yeah, was Rattler. So Tanner Mordecai, we'll see what that looks like at Wisconsin. But I don't know. To, to answer your question, who do you believe will have more long-term success? Fickle or rule? Impossible to say. You're just looking at early indications. And so far, we both agree that rule, his recruiting organization, I would describe as superb so far. Reminiscent of Bill Callahan's recruiting operation, which produced uh, – I mean, ask Bo Pelini about the talent that he was left by Bill Callahan. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I, I think, think the recruiting, I think their organization – I mean, if you ask Sean Callahan that, he'd tell you that. that their, the organization with Vince Ginta in charge of the recruiting operation reminds of the Callahan years. That is good. That's good. There's there's a couple things here that if, am I wrong? No. If, if there's a couple things here that if you are like a hundred percent, hey, it's fickle, no, no doubt. That, why would you say that? That's this is why I want to say why people would say that, which is unfair, I think, in the conversation. Luke Fickle comes off of a very, very, very successful tenure with Cincinnati. He was the national coach of the year last season. Right. Where Matt Rule comes off a, a bad tenure with the Panthers. Yeah, he did bad. So if you're going off of recent success or lack thereof, okay. Big check to Luke Fickle, but that doesn't mean it's going to be the same way well, in the Big Ten. The only way I'd look at that is if Fickle – I'd have to see how Fickle does in the NFL. And then even that is a hard – because what's he walking into? I don't know. I Those are – I'm not going to do that. I don't look at I, it like That's that. what I'm saying. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's a, a fair thing in this conversation to say that. No. But, it, that, but those who are against Matt Rule in, in this topic would right. say, well, look what Fickle just did, look what Rule just did. Well – it is fair when you start looking at what Fickle did at Cincinnati to say it's better than anything Rule's ever done. That's fair. Taking a team to the college football right. playoff, Never the first that. group of five teams. Never did that. The first group of five teams to go to the college football playoff, that's that's a bigger – Significant. Yeah, that's a bigger feather than anything Rule has. How about nine drafted players last year yeah. for yeah. Luke Fickle at Cincinnati? You know, ton of great talent. Desmond Ritter. Uh-huh. Sauce Gardner. Yeah, and I think you would say the fit. You're you're pretty comfortable saying that Fickle fits Wisconsin. Yeah, we thought he fit Ohio State, but yeah, he's going to Wisconsin. Right. Can you imagine a scenario where Ohio State pops open, Ryan Day goes to the NFL, and does does, does Ohio State come after Fickle? Yeah, Fickle number, quickly says goodbye to Wisconsin. Yes, that's one A and one B. Well, isn't Fickle. that a problem for Wisconsin? Sure, it is. They, they, I think they're aware of that. <sighs> I would would Fickle do that? Why not? If it's your dream job, Ohio State is a is a better job, the premier job in the conference compared to Wisconsin, which is a good job, but not the premier job. Would you blame Fickle for doing no. that? No, no, it would not. I think Wisconsin fans understand that. If you talk to Wisconsin fans, they're saying the moment that Ryan Day leaves, we we understand this probably is going to be the end of Fickle here. Isn't there an argument to be made that if you're Fickle, you don't do that, you don't take another job, knowing that if Ohio State pops open, you're going to leave that job even before you coach a game? I don't know. I'm a little more uncomfortable with that conversation than you are. 
I am. Well, it's it's uncomfortable. The whole thing. Whenever a coach leaves, it's uncomfortable. Without coaching a game. Well, you think Ryan Day is going to leave now? No, we don't got to get. We don't got to go too far into the conversation because I. It doesn't feel like Ryan Day's situation. It doesn't feels nothing like Harbaugh. I mean, Harbaugh's gone. I think it'd make more sense before you coach the game to leave to go. Okay, <laughs> wow, I'm really? going to Wisconsin. I'm going to Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's just not talk about this. It makes more sense for him to go before he actually hurts that fan base even more by coaching okay. and then leaving. Interesting. That's how I viewed that. Oof, What's more mess. painful? A coach has a good year and then leaves, or he just, he, just he comes and then he did, never actually coaches? You recognize it's a mess. If it's it a, mess a mess both ways. Yeah. If you're, if you're gonna Let's lose, not do this. If you're gonna lose I don't a, think it's happening. If you know you're going to lose a coach eventually to a different school. I don't, I don't see any smoke with day leaving right now i don't either but you're the one that brought that up i know harbaugh i mean is harbaugh basically as good as gone does it feel like that well yesterday the rumor was the panthers are heavily involved with Jeez. Him. that broncos that carolina is 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 where he'd like to go is what the rumor was not the broncos he'll, he'll talk to the broncos but yesterday's rumor was that the panthers are his ideal spot and why is that i don't know What's their quarterback situation? They don't have one. Sam Darnold. Maybe it's, hey, we're going to draft a quarterback. Or maybe he likes Sam Darnold. I don't know. But they don't, they don't really have a quarterback situation figured out there. Rule. What they have is a pretty, you know, they had a, a good run game this year. Back there. to rule. Now, we're going to learn a lot. We we covered the quarterback situation. And I will tell you that I love, I, I, I did watch, finally. And I, I don't know, I sometimes I hesitate to disclose things because then you get criticized. But I just got around to watching Sims film yesterday Monday Monday and it was impressive I mean Sims is really provocative the way he runs the ball 6-4-2-20 fast good arm um, I mean the consistency is going to be the issue that's that has clearly been the issue with Sims and injury prone missed six games in 2021 missed five games this year um so, but man, if you're a Nebraska fan right now, you feel I I would feel very good about their quarterback situation because you got two starters, two legit starters that can win you games in Sims and Thompson. <clears throat> I still think Thompson's the better guy, better option. Clearly, Rule wants a quarterback that can run. Though there's no doubt who's the better runner of those two. Sims can really run. He's a big guy, he too. can really run. He's a big two. Yeah, he looks good running the ball. You know, he's not like – I mean, Casey's okay running the ball. But can this guy – could have Sims executed an aggressive downfield passing attack against Iowa the way Casey did? No, I doubt it. Sims, he didn't have great receivers at Georgia Tech. Nah, I mean, How's his arm? Pretty good. He's got good arm strength. Is he accurate? Or that, is I that, don't that, think he's that inconsistent. 57.5% passer. What was Casey this year? He's in at 63. Okay. Casey's more accurate, I'd say. Um, could have Sims executed a downfield passing game, an aggressive downfield passing game the way Casey did at Iowa? Did did Sims I'd have say a no. Trey Palmer on his roster? A, I bar, doubt a speedster. It. Yeah, that's a good question. That's the question. Because it sounds like if you talk to Georgia Tech fans, they didn't have much of the skill positions, especially at receiver. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna learn about oh you know what we're gonna learn we're gonna learn right away. Well, we're not gonna learn, but we're, our learning is gonna be enhanced right away by 
about rule as far as picking quarterbacks. I mean, right away, we're going to well, I mean, better understand. Here's the deal. I mean, Jeff Sims is a guy they picked out of the portal. That's their guy. Oh, handpicked. Handpicked. Yeah. Casey was here, right. and they, they like him to stay, which he is. But Jeff Sims was handpicked by this staff. Absolutely. Yeah. And then they were effusive. They, rule, was effusive on December 21, early National Signing Day press conference. Effusive. Effusive in his praise of Sims. Cold, almost, in his praise of, not praise of, just assessment of Casey. It was very interesting that way. You know, everybody's reading tea leaves. Um, it sounds it sounds like Sims is their guy. Well, we we won't see Casey in the in the in the spring, right? Now, here's the other thing, though. Rule did say, "I don't care if the quarterback is a freshman, a walk on, a senior. I don't care. The best guy's got to be our our quarterback." So I don't think he'll. I mean, Rule doesn't seem like the type to play favorites to me. Jack around with politics. He just seems like a best guy. Best guy. Best guy will be the starter. I believe it'll be Casey. I'm not going to – and I think Casey's earned a lot of – what's the word I'm looking for? Capital. He's earned a lot of capital. Casey, with what you saw this year. Yeah. I mean, what he put up with this year and how he handled it. Put up with a shoddy offensive line. And and got crushed at times. Oklahoma game, remember how bad that looked? I, I remember. Remember Rutgers, by the way? Yeah. When he got it from both sides and up the middle at one point, he got hammered on from both sides and up the middle. You don't see that very often. No, you don't, but it happened. Okay. Now, as far as the roster goes, he brings in seven guys, rule, seven guys from the portal. Now, what's this going to look like? Ben Scott, probably going to be the center. <clears throat> we're gonna get a, we're gonna get an idea right away. I mean, he's the roster's not that bad, and he's fortified it pretty well. Ben Scott will start at center, is my guess. Yeah. Arizona State. <clears throat> Sims is gonna be either quarterback one or quarterback two, probably. Right. Mm-hmm. Josh Fleeks he brought in from Baylor as a receiver. Think he's a starter? Mm, I don't know about not that. Not sure about that. Rotational, my guess. Okay, on defense, you wonder about Elijah Judy right away, right? He's almost has to be a guy that contributes immediately. Elijah Judy, that transferred from that's Texas. Expected A&M. for Nebraska fans, yeah. No film on that. Judy. Barely played at Texas A and M. Barely, I think he played twenty one snaps. Okay. Chief Borders, I I would think Chief Borders coming in from Florida has to play edge on the edge. Didn't play a lot, did he? No, no. don't know about him. He didn't. No, nope, not much film. Corey Collier coming in from Florida to play to play safety probably highly recruited out of high school four star player I would think now he's not as integral because Nebraska is pretty good at safety right Miles Farmer's back probably going to start right expect that <clears throat> you got Isaac Gifford depending on I don't know how you know he was playing nickel but he can play safety Deshaun Singleton's back Noah Pola Gates. We'll see what Collier does. And then, of course, you have the transfer long snapper. Um, I imagine they brought in to be their long snapper right away. Anyway, so, I mean, we're going to get a good idea of rule right out of the gate. Yeah, I mean, big question is going to be. Um, what? Well, how do you replace Trey Palmer in this offense? Oh, that's a big one. 
you know, yeah, Fleeks the, is fast. He is fast. I don't think but, he's like fault. But I don't. I don't think he's the same player as as Palmer is. No, you're one receiver right now. Your number one receiver is probably Marcus Washington. And Marcus is a good player, but it, it, he's not the level level of Trey Palmer. Well, he doesn't have that ten two speed. Alante Brown, we you know, haven't seen no, enough from him. Not, he's solid not, player. If, yeah, he's solid. He can't be your one guy. He's a good player. I think if in terms of portal needs right now, I think you could make an argument that a receiver or two is maybe your main need. Well, look at last year. You got guys in the portal in Washington and Palmer, which were both not here the previous year, right. and I, both your top two receivers. I think that you would say you could say that that is your number one need, and then I would say. Number two would be, I think you have to get two more offensive linemen that you could say could start. That you could look at them and say they're potential starters. They got Ben Scott from Arizona State, who I think they just brought in to be the starting center. Starting center. He makes it sound like the same thing as well. I'm a center. I'm going to play center in Nebraska. And starting center. I think you need two more there, though. They've got six, basically. Six, Six guys that you'd say, okay, I think we feel comfortable with those guys. You need more than six. And, and again, Teddy Prochaska would coming off another injury. Right. Then. A guy that you like, but he's coming off of an injury. Yeah. Turner Corcoran had a rough year. Uh-huh. Okay, so receiver, offensive line, you better go get another edge guy. You're set at running back. Well, you're set at running so, back. Nope. You're Grant set at running Allen back. Grant and are back. That's huge for Nebraska. Huge. Gabe Irvin is back. Tight end, you're hoping that Fedoni sticks around and right. is healthy. I think you're all right. Borkercher, Fedoni, Rollins. Um, Assuming that Fedoni stays healthy, he hasn't stayed healthy at Nebraska yet. I mean, so 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 receiver, offensive line, edge rusher slash D line. You got to go get you. Hey Jake, you got to go get D lineman. Plural, probably two. Well, they did the same thing last year. Devin Drew came in and late. Stephon Wynn. Stephon Wynn came yeah. in the portal. I think it's another situation like that where you got to go get a couple for depth. Now, Raquan Buckley is interesting. He's a holdover. It's time for Raquan, you know. Step up. Yeah. Um, as far as other portal needs, oh, you better go. Come on. You got Henrich and Reimer back. Thank you, 1890. But you need depth back there. And what's Hausman going to do, by the way? What's if, Hausman going to do? If Jim Harbaugh leaves Michigan and goes mm-hmm. elsewhere, does, does Hausman stay at Michigan? That's, That's a big question. question. Now, you question. would obviously take him back in a heartbeat, but I don't, I don't know if he's going to come back to Nebraska. Speaking of coming back to Nebraska, Xavier Betts goes in the portal yesterday. Did you see that? I did news? see that. Xavier Betts in the portal. Now, that indicates I don't think it's – I just don't think this is a Nebraska discussion at this point. I think he's, he'd be, have to go somewhere else. And there's a lot in that conversation. Grades are in that conversation. Um, you know, where can he go somewhere and qualify yeah. academically after being out? I don't know. But, man – that's a that's an alluring prospect in the portal. 62200 oh, yeah. Nebraska's second leading receiver in 2021. We saw him. He's got a lot of potential. Oh, if man, he, if he, he can be there, if he's there. Right. He's good. Well, if he wants to play. If he wants to play football, he's a very talented player. Right. It, it came down to that at Nebraska. He just I, for whatever reason in his mind he wasn't fully committed to it. How do you define the Big Ten's bowl season next and early break on the ticket?